Hey guys, it's Aaron, and this is One Day at a Time. So, I wanted to stop real quick and talk about relapse. Um, recently, around me, there's been a lot of relapse that has happened in the place that I live. And just recently, today, we found out that one of the guys was found, passed away somewhere not far from here. And... It just kind of got me thinking of what makes us so reluctant to come back and ask for help when we relapse. What is it that once we do make the decision to use again keeps us from being willing to jump back on the path that we've already started down? Whether you're 30 days clean or 30 years clean, it seems like that's just the hardest thing to do for people once they do relapse. And I just wanted to sit here and give my thoughts on it because recently I found out that somebody very close to me had gone back out and, you know, it, it brought up my thoughts of relapse in my mind. And then my sponsor, actually, one of his sponsees, one of my sponsee brothers relapsed and he got into treatment, but we just found out recently that he walked out. And then tonight, there was the discovery of somebody who used to live where I live being found passed away. And it's like, it just hits so close to home when this happens because you start to develop a relationship with people that you meet in the program, and then you go back out and... Maybe it's because you feel like there's guilt or shame because you messed up. And, you know, they tell us that there's no judging in the rooms, but we all know damn well everybody fucking judges. You just can't help it. It's part of human nature. You're going to judge people regardless. I don't care who you are. But I know for me when I've had a little bit of clean time here and there and then used again... Personally, it wasn't guilt or shame. It was more of using it as an excuse like, oh, I shouldn't go back around them because I don't want to hurt any of them. I don't want to take any of them back out knowing damn well I can't make anybody do anything that they already didn't want to do in the first place. Like, you're not in control of anybody's actions. You're not, you know, responsible for anybody else's decisions. You're only responsible for yourself. And so... I just wanted to stop and sit here and go through this. So what was mainly on my mind is when somebody does relapse, you know, there's the initial first use. And in my experience, nine times out of ten, for me, it was as soon as I got high, it was, God, you're stupid as hell. Like, you know better than this. What are you doing, man? Like, given the foundation that you've already built, you know where this leads to. Yet, it still happens. And it's once that hits for me, that I go, fuck it. And I dive head first, or, you know, I dive head into the fucking deep end, and I go all out. Like, there's no stopping me. There's, it's just gonna keep on going from that point and on. And it made me wonder, like, what is there that we can do to 
try to bounce back from something like that. I mean, they tell us in the rooms that, you know, you call your sponsor, you go to a meeting, you share on it, you reach out to your recovery network. But what if you don't have a recovery network yet? Or what if you're just one of those people that has social interaction issues and it's hard for you to really just talk to people in general so you don't have a huge network of people to call and for whatever reason let's say you did call the couple, the few people you got and they're busy or they didn't answer there's just something else happening that they don't have the ability to do anything to help you like what is there that somebody can do about that what is there that we can turn to once that happens because most of us aren't going to go to a meeting once we get high. It's not like, you know, you take a hit or you do a shot or you take a drink and you go, oh, I need to go to a meeting and you rush your ass off to a meeting. You know, that's just not the reality of the way things go a lot of times, you know, very hopefully we've got people in our corner that are there the second we call and are do pick up. But when there's not, how can we get through that? I mean, it seems like the best option is always to have people to hold you accountable. But even if it's not somebody in recovery, you know, friends that aren't in recovery or family that isn't in recovery, they don't necessarily need to understand the disease of addiction in the way that we start to learn once we work the program to be able to help us. Like anybody can help you at least initially out of a relapse, get to where you need to be. You know, even if you mess up and then you turn around and you have to go to somebody who isn't in recovery and isn't an addict, you know, they can still help you get to a better place, a better state of mind at that exact point in time. You know, they can pad the time until you are able to get around people that really understand what you're going through and can help better guide you to where you need to be because you've got to be willing, you've got to be able to break away from those chains that bind us down and search for another answer because obviously getting high isn't it even though at that point in time that was the answer we've got to be able to instantly realize that it's in the long game it's not going to work it never has and it never will that's just what you know time has taught us even if we choose not to believe it over and over again after a while we know exactly what's coming for me, every time I relapsed, as soon as I did, I knew what was coming. I knew what was going to be 30 days, 60 days, 90 days out. I knew what I was in store for because I had done it so many times. And every time, personally, I said, fuck it. I had already been through it. So why do I care if I go through it again? I know how to deal with this type of life. I know how to rip and run. I know how to use drugs. And really, you know, relapse is not a part of recovery, but it's a reality is what they say. And 
I'm really glad that they say that now because it used to be said that relapse is a part of recovery. And I use that personally as an excuse for so long for why I would keep using. This is just part of my recovery. But no, it's not part of a recovery. It's just a reality that addicts do relapse. It happens. And so you've got to, you've got to always be prepared. For something like that, because life's gonna come at us, and it's never gonna stop. You know, time just keeps on rolling. Death and taxes are certain. <laughs> We've got to be ready and have things in place for that. When life hits us, we have places we can go and people we can turn to that can help guide us. Because, like I said, you're not. You know, I wasn't always gonna shoot off to a meeting personally. I never did a shot of dope or hit my bubble and took off right to a meeting. Wasn't fucking happening. I was high and that was the, that, that was the end of that. But if there had been, well, if I had been smarter, but there, if I had prepared for it, if I had had things in place, had people in place that even if in my recovery network, those people weren't able to help me that I was willing to reach out to somebody else and take whatever they had to offer, then maybe things wouldn't have gone the way they did during that particular relapse. Maybe it wouldn't have taken so long for me to reach my bottom. And so I'm wondering what else is there that could help us, you know? They say we need new playmates, playgrounds, and play things. And... When we get those and we learn to befriend people in the rooms and we start to be comfortable in the program and that's what we like to do and then we mess up and then there's whatever feelings that keep us from instantly running back to the rooms to our safe place and admitting that we fucked up, that we used, what can we do because, you know... At least when I see somebody come back from a relapse, everybody's kind of shocked when somebody comes in and says, yeah, you know, I need my white key tag. But at the same time, they're over fucking whelmed and happy because that person came in and admitted it. They came in and said, you know what? I fucked up, but I know I did. I'm here to admit it. I'm here to be held accountable for my actions and I'm here to try again. And that's, I mean, I guess that's what we have to do. We have to be willing to get up and try again. We can't let that knockdown be the end of us. We can't let something that really isn't that big become a fucking mountain. Because at the end of the day, the power of your recovery is going to be way more powerful than your addiction if you let it be. If you sit there and you put time and you put effort into your recovery, the power that that's going to have over you is going to be way greater than the power that the addiction had a hold on. And, you know, the grass is greener on the other side. No, it's greener on the side that gets watered. So you got to feed your recovery side so that when that happens, you know, you're willing to make the step back around the people that can help you. And sometimes that mean, mean that might mean, hey, I got to go do inpatient. And I know personally for me, I fucking hated going to inpatient. Like, 
I would like getting there, but after I was there for a little while, I hated that I had to stay there. I hate sitting still, but sometimes that's what we need. Sometimes we need to be sat down and we need to, you know, have that time to really analyze what was going on with us and what led up to that relapse. Because obviously something happened that we didn't identify, that we didn't talk on, that we didn't work through, and we let it stew and fester, and then all of a sudden, we're back out there. And you've got to be able, we've got to be able to figure out how to not let it build up to be this big, huge demon that we're afraid to fight. We've got to be willing to really look at it for what it is and identify that it ain't shit if we don't let it be. All we have to do is use our voice because that's the most powerful tool we have is talking on it. Because the more we talk on it, the less power it holds over us. The less there is for it to hold over our head. And the more that we put in the light, the less it becomes. And it seems like that's what a lot of people don't want to do. I mean... The guy that just recently passed away, when he was around here, you know, he was doing a lot of stupid shit, and he wouldn't admit it. He just, you know, kept, no, I'm cool, I'm good, I'm good, I ain't doing this, I ain't doing that. And in all reality, if he had just told somebody, man, I'm fucking up, he would have had a ton of people willing to help him, and he would probably still be sitting here today. Like, if my sponsee brother... I just sat in treatment, which sucks sometimes, but we need it sometimes. He'd be okay right now instead of being God knows where. If the person that was close to me had stayed in the rooms, he wouldn't be in threat of losing his family. But it seems like that's Like, once we start, it's like, fuck it, I've already done this much. Why not go the rest of the way? And in reality, we've barely done anything. Why not stop right now and put this shit in check before it gets to be too big for us to handle? And we can't handle it on our own. That's the thing that we tell ourselves all the time that's fucking foolish. We can't handle this on our own. It's a we program. I need you, you, and him to help me so that I can get through this. And together, we're going to find a solution that works for me. And it's only through somebody else that you can find what you need because you can't look at yourself. You can have your own opinions about yourself and think whatever you want. But having that outside view of you is something that helps tremendously. And it's something that can't be replaced. Like You've got to have somebody by your side that you trust that can call you on your bullshit and you're going to be willing to hear what they say. Even if you don't want to listen, you got to be willing to hear it because something they say is going to stick. Something they say is going to be jarred in your head, and you're not going to just pass it on and forget it. So that's my thoughts on relapse for today. Uh, I guess that's going to be all for right now. Hopefully one of my housemates hops on here with me soon. So until next time, you guys have a good one and 
try to keep clean for one day at a time.